Welcome to the Best Kept Secret video cast and podcast from Centricity. If you're a B2B service professional, use our five-step process to go from the grind of chasing every sale to keeping your pipeline full with prospects knocking on your door to buy from you. We give you the freedom of time and a life outside of your business. Each episode features an executive from a B2B services company sharing their provocative perspective on an opportunity that many of their clients are missing out on. It's how we teach our clients to get executive decision makers to buy without being salesy or spammy. Here's our host, the co-founder and CEO of Centricity, Jay Kingley. I'm Jay Kingley, co-founder and CEO of Centricity. Welcome to another episode of our Best Kept Secret show, where I'm happy to welcome Ben Candora, founder of Ben Candora Design, where he helps his customers connect with their target audience by designing effective and memorable brand identities. Ben is based in Palm Springs, California. Welcome to the show, Ben. Thanks, Jay. I'm glad to be here. Thanks for having me. Ben, I uh, have the privilege in what I do to talk to lots of business owners, talk to lots of heads of marketing, of mid-market companies, of small businesses. And when we talk marketing and design and their visual identity, I'm always struck by how few of them have logos at all. And even those that do, it looks like it's something they did on the side many, many years ago. And when I ask them about how they think about their logo, the importance of it, so often they just sort of shrug the shoulders and this is what they tell me. You know, if you're a big, large consumer facing brand, you know, the Apple, the Nike, um, Federal Express, those types of companies, sure, you know, brand is everything and you can look at their logo and immediately know who the company is. But you have to be a big boy to do that with an enormous marketing budget. It's pretty irrelevant if you're a mid-market company or smaller. So, Ben, my question to you is, what's wrong with that thinking? Well, you know, Jay, I, I run into that quite a lot. And um, here's what needs to change is that your logo is the face of your company. And that being the case, it's it's really important to make sure to make a really good first impression. Big companies understand that. But whether you have a hundred million dollar budget for a logo or brand design or you don't, the importance of it is still the same. And uh, it's. I've also run into people being emotionally invested in their current logo because a friend designed it or they designed it themselves when they started out in the business, which is great and that's fine. But just like anything else, things move forward. Your target audience changes, your business goals changes, and your logo needs to adhere and follow those targets. You know, Ben, ben one of the things that uh, you're saying, which I really resonate even from my own experience. It's the first impression that you're making on your audience. It, it, it's yeah. it's the, no different than at a personal level when you're going to a business meeting. Are you coming in flip-flops, a dirty t-shirt and uh, swimwear? Or are you going to put on a nice shirt, nice pants, clean yourself up, look professional? And why do you do that? Because you know first impressions are critical. And yet your logo and your visual identity are doing the same thing for your company. And yet so many people don't see that analogy. Yes, it's um, a, a professional logo makes your company look good. 
It makes it look established. It makes it trustworthy. And we do business with people that we trust and that we like. And that's what a logo does for you. Yeah. And, and I think if you want to come across professionally, you need a professional logo. If you want to come across like a mom and pop, then you need to have a mom and pop logo. But you're not going to come across professionally. You're not going to come across like someone who's established, who is trustworthy, if your logo looks like it was designed by someone who was six years old. So yes. if if this is the wrong way to be thinking about it, what's the right way that we look at logo? How do we consider logo uh, in the context of our entire visual design? So you need to start looking at your logo, that your logo is not for you. The logo is for your target audience. It's a tool that connects your business to your target audience. So uh, as I mentioned before, a lot of business owners, when they're given options of logos to choose from, they usually choose something that they like, that they have a, a emotional connection with. And that's not necessarily what the what the goal of the logo is, it's what is important that the target audience identifies with that logo and finds emotional connections to it that benefit you as a business owner. How is the logo tied to brand? Well, the, that's a very good question. I, I run into that as well. Um, your logo is not your brand. Um, a lot of business owners think, oh, I have a brand, I have a logo. No. What it really is, the brand is, you have to look at it, that a brand is your reputation. It's the emotions that someone feels when they come in contact with your, with your business or an employee or your product or your service. Here's an example. Um, you could have a, a wonderful logo and let's say you own uh, an AC business and you call an AC company, come over because you've seen their commercials all over the place of a professional, trustworthy but then you also have to pay that off. A logo can only go that far. It, the logo gets the customer to your door. After that, you need to fulfill the promise of professionalism because once now you, you uh, call the AC company over to fix your AC, but your, your experience is less than stellar, your brand is affected by it. So next time I see your logo, I might have other emotional connections to that brand. So your logo is not your brand. Brand is your reputation. But it, what, what I'm hearing you tell me is that your logo plays an outsized role in helping form that first impression. And Absolutely. when you build the brand behind it, then you have a logo that will become memorable and standalone. And I'm not saying that happens quickly, um, no. but over time, it will then stand for something. And I think you have to think about what do you want it to stand for? Correct. Correct. And to another way to look at uh, logos versus brand is your logo really is the tip of your branding iceberg. It's the most visual aspect of your brand that people get in touch with. But it's the entire brand experience that's below that brand, below water, that holds your entire um, emotional connection, the positive emotional connection to your brand above water. It's everything else that supports your logo. I'm going to go back to the, uh, the clothing analogy. You know, you're a professional. You're out meeting clients. You're out meeting prospects, what have you. Uh, when someone sees you across the room, they are looking at you. They are seeing how you're dressed. They're seeing how you gro you're groomed. That's like that logo on that first impression. 
Then they meet and interact with you. And you're either going to live up to those expectations that they have, or you're going to shatter those expectations. And at that point, you know, it's those other elements, as you call them, of your brand that become more important. And ultimately, you know, the logo just is the representation of what you have created for your business. Is that a fair way to look at it? Yes. Another analogy is that a great logo is not a silver bullet. It's not the end all be all to everything. The logo is the gun. It's the thing that people see and identify with, identify what what the action is. Um, so there is quite a difference between logos and brand. And as you can imagine, I, I run into that quite a lot. Yeah, absolutely. I think you have made a a pretty uh, provocative uh, statement about the importance of logos, the role that they play, and how you really should be thinking about it. And I, I'm sure we've got a lot of people that are saying, well, this is a bit new. It's a bit of a change in my thought process. I want to understand a little bit about how it will benefit me. And let's start with the benefits to that decision maker, whether it's a CEO, head of marketing of a uh, mid-market or a small business, uh, getting that visual representation to align with what you're trying to communicate in the market. What, what's that going to do for the individual? How's that going to make them feel? Well, one thing it, it uh, gets a lot of business owners excited about their brand. Um, I've personally have clients uh, that uh, I designed logos for and, and they were excited about it. They said in, in years they haven't uh, thought about their business in a different way. Um, only after the logo has been done, it, they've been reinvigorated and they found new ways to expand their business. But what about the, you know, a great segue into the business side? What do you see the benefits of having the, the right logo? What, what are the benefits that flow through to the business itself? Well, uh, one thing that, the, that uh, the logo is supposed to do is really connect with the target audience. And in uh, really good cases, um, there are cases where uh, clients actually say that their customers step out of line to make sure to tell them how much they love their new logo and how they identify with it. And they get complimented on it all the time. That does happen. So it's a clear boost to awareness, um, getting people to pay more attention to what is it you're doing, which should flow through to, uh, you know, en enhanced revenues. A anything else, um, Ben? That, that strikes you as you've seen through your experience how businesses benefits when when they've got their logo in alignment with the rest of their business. It, I cannot underline it enough. It's the first good impression. Uh, it's crucial. All right, terrific. So let's move on. And you, you've made a good case. I think you've challenged the way we're thinking about this. And I'm sure we've got people saying to themselves, "Okay, great." So what is it that I need to do in order to get my logo where it needs to be relative to my visual identity, relative to my brand? Well, you should really test your current logo and see if it stands up to what a logo is supposed to do. Is it uh, simple enough that uh, it's easily recognizable? Is it, uh, um, is it functional across a wide range of applications? Uh, whether somebody prints it in black and white on a printer or if it's a one color uh, print, does it print well on a shirt? Does it look good when small? Does it does it blow up well? You know, does it can it can it fill four feet by four feet? 
without losing um, quality. Uh, and one of the things that I, I recommend people to do is uh, what I call the, the stranger test. Find someone that is unfamiliar with your brand and your logo and show them the logo for the first time. Let them look at it for, for a minute. And 24 hours later, have them recall the logo and ask them to, to scribble it out, draw it out. If they can draw it out, you have a good logo on your hand. That means it's simple enough and memorable enough that they will remember that brand. And I think what you're, what you're saying in terms of the importance of testing underlies something that you said in the beginning of our discussion, which is the logo isn't for you, the business owner, for the head of marketing. It's not for your business. It's for your target market. Absolutely. And understanding how they're going to react you know, they may really uh, vibe with a logo that you personally can't stand. And that's an easy call because it's not for you. It's yeah. for your marketplace. And the only way you're going to know is to go out and test it. We are now going to take a quick break and then we will be right back to learn a bit more about Ben. Are you wondering how much longer you have to grind and chase for every lead conversation and client? Would you like clients to knock on your door so you no longer have to pitch, follow up, and spam decision makers? Well, Centricity's Category 1 program uses a proven five-step process that will help you get in front of the decision makers you need by spending less time doing all the things you hate. It's not cold calling, cold email, cold outreach on LinkedIn or any other social media, or even spending money on ads, but it does have a 35 times higher ROI and any of those things leveraging your expertise and insights at your prospects and network value. The best part, even though you'll see results in 90 days, you get to work with the Centricity team for an entire year to make sure you have all the pieces in place and working so you can start having freedom of time and a life outside of your business. So email time at centricityb2b.com to schedule an 18 minute call to learn more. Welcome back. We're talking with, to Ben Candora of Ben Candora Design. And Ben, I'd like to uh, find out a little bit more about you. Let's start with, for the CEOs and heads of marketing in mid-market companies and below, what are the pain points that you and your firm solves and why do they need you to get rid of that pain? Well, it's, it's really me connecting. There are brands with their target, target audience in a way that reduces risk. It, uh, it cannot be understated how important it is to make sure that your logo is appropriate to your tar target audience. There are some uh, stories, for example, some examples uh, of uh, one that comes to mind is Gap. Several years ago, Gap uh, had sale numbers fall and uh, out of a knee-jerk reaction almost or seemingly they decided they needed to rebrand i need they needed to rebrand and that was the silver bullet for them they needed to have a new logo that attracted uh, uh an other audience by making the logo look more futuristic and sexy and without any foreknowledge they all of a sudden brought out a brand new logo, which was received with a lot of criticism from the professional industry, including their their, their brand followers. And uh, it, it was just developed in such a way that there was no branding strategy behind it whatsoever. They didn't make any changes to the products. 
the way they uh, serve it their, their customer. They didn't even make any alterations seemingly to their management of the company. They just thought, let's throw a new logo out there. It'll solve all our problems. And the logo only lived for six days because the, the backlash was so horrific that their target audience didn't identify with that logo anymore. They wanted the old one. That was the one that they identified with and that that they, they believed in, and they reverted back to that logo. So reducing risk of using the wrong logo can be quite costly uh, in, in, in doing the wrong thing. So Ben, as you and I have talked, uh, clients don't buy what you do. They buy how good you are at doing it. So share with us what makes you great at what you do? What makes you different than most of your competitors? Well, it, I... Kind of have to say that it's uh, it's kind of in my blood. Um, I come from a long line of um, architects and uh, artists, sculptors, uh, and engineers, and uh, it's it's just in my blood. I I have a passion for logo design, um, graphic design in general has a wide variety of applications, but logo design by far is, is, is what gets me most excited and still does. I love the challenge. Now, I, I encourage everybody to go to LinkedIn, look up Ben, uh, connect with him, take a look at his career and the things that he's accomplished. And I think you'll agree with me, uh, very impressive. But Ben, what I want to understand is this. What has happened, whether it's in your personal life or your professional life, that would most explain why you do what you do? Well, it's uh, I originally, shockingly, come from uh, uh, being interested in the aerospace engineering aspect. So my engineering portion of, of, of my life uh, really pushed me to become an aerospace engineer or an automotive engineer or automotive designer. And uh, I, uh, I went to college, went to uh, the orientation day, and I wasn't sure at that point which direction I was going to take. And uh, I knew it had to do something with design. It had to be something creative in involving design. And a professor walked up on stage and said, hey, if anybody's interested in graphic design, uh, please follow me, meet me at this classroom, and, and we'll talk about what it is and, and uh, what you can expect uh, to, to do in this career. And I thought, oh, design, that might be something. Let's, let's look at that because I was really interested in it. So, uh, I went there and, you know, ever since then I signed up and said, let me, let's see where this journey takes me. And, uh, uh, throughout the years, uh, another, another, uh, exciting event that happened was that, um, I, I found logo design to be my passion, as you know, and, uh, all of a sudden, I, I was asked by a computer arts magazine out of the UK. It was led by Rob Carney, the editor, to participate in a very special issue. And the issue was uh, called How to Create the Perfect Logo. And they had companies uh, like Landor, uh, some of the uh, biggest brand companies uh, in the world, participate in this special issue. And I was honored to be asked to be part of it to give my uh, my opinion to that subject. Uh, so those are really uh, my two uh, biggest influencers to, uh, one, get me onto that journey and, and keep me on that journey. And you, you've clearly, I think, made the case as to your expertise and insight into local design. And I think we can safely say that there aren't many mid-market small businesses that 
would even come close to your level of understanding of both the issues and when it comes to execution. So how would our audience reach out and get in touch with you to continue the discussion? Oh, uh, you can just uh, email me at ben at Design. Or you can go to my website, which is www.benkendoradesign. And we'll put all that in the show notes and in the video, make it easy for everybody to uh, reach out to you. Now, Ben, before we uh, wrap up, I've been uh, sitting here paying close attention, really learning a lot more than I ever have about the importance of logos and, and why you need to have a logo that really matches and supports your brand identity. And, and that's all great stuff. But I am known to be a pretty tough advocate for our audience. And I'm, I'm sitting here saying, Ben, I'd like you to do maybe a little bit more for the people that are uh, listening to you. And I'm thinking maybe there's a gift, something that would be really helpful to them on this topic that you could give them? What do you say? Uh, uh, yeah, sure. I definitely do. Um, uh, if you email me and you let me know that you heard of me on uh, Jay's uh, Best Kept Secret show, I will send you a free logo checklist. It's a PDF that uh, outlines many of the aspects of what a logo, what a great logo is supposed to do for you. And you can put your logo to the test. Well, let's reach out to Ben, get that great resource and, uh, you know, dress up our company in the way that we dress up ourselves. Ben, I want to thank you for being a guest on the Best Kept Secret Show. To our audience, let's continue to crush it until next time.